This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Portions of Rigs Off the Radio are sponsored by GargleWithGravy.com. One out of five dentists agree that gargling with gravy can increase life expectancy by up to 3%. Visit GargleWithGravy.com for more information. The following may contain adult content. Listener discretion is advised. What you're about to hear is the inside leftovers from Riggs's brain throughout his day. Since you probably hear everything that happens on the radio, then this is the stuff that happens off the radio. Riggs Off the Radio. Now here's your host. Oh my god, hello! Thanks for coming back for another one. Thanks for coming back for more. It means you at least subscribed, maybe. Or maybe maybe you came across this one uh, on accident, maybe. Maybe you just wanted to listen because you know Allie's on this one. Yeah, that's all fine. That's all fine. That's all good. Uh, since the previous episode was so heavy, kind of having the deep conversation about my birth father with uh, my wife, I thought I'd bring some levity this week. Gibbons and I had a passionate passionate debate about what was better, Miracle Whip or mayonnaise. I mean, we did legit research. Both of us did research on this. Which side are you on, Miracle Whip or mayonnaise? That's coming up. Also, the conversation with Allie that led us to saying this. Can a white person make that decision? <laughs> I don't know. Are these, this is real talk. <laughs> no, but a white person who thinks she's a black person can. <laughs> Yeah, it's coming up. Plus, uh, we hit pretty deep on the topic of my birth father, which was obviously there was a, that was a big moment on the show this week. Uh, just a quick a quick update on that. If you have been following along, uh, I kind of confronted my birth father this week on the radio about how he's been, you know, kind of in and out of my life, and I, I told him basically things need to be on my terms from now on, not your terms. And I uh, found out that I have not one but two half-brothers that have lived in Milwaukee for the last four years. I've been in Milwaukee for eight years. Crazy, right? So I reached out to those two dudes, like the two half-brothers that live here. They're both very cool guys. I think for the longest time, I knew that I had these half-brothers, but I kind of resented them because I think deep down inside, I was like, well, you got to have a childhood with him, and I didn't, so I kind of resented them. But then I realized it's not their fault. They didn't do anything. He created the situation. So I kind of, it was stupid for me to even be resentful to these dudes at all because they're nice guys and now I can get to know them at least a little bit. Will we be best friends? Who knows? But you know, what's what's the harm in reaching out and sharing some stories with uh, with these guys that are I, I share a father with? But that that's about it. But we, I, ha- I did share some conversation with them and I, they shed a light and helped me piece together a timeline of my childhood that was actually really cool. So I was, I was glad that I got to connect with those guys. But uh, uh, let's get into the meat. Allie, uh, I've never seen anybody so obsessed with reality TV as much as Allie. I've never understood it. Her, her DVR, it's stacked with nothing but reality TV. I went to her house uh, one night last week when she didn't have the kids. Duh. Uh, while we managed to stay, you know, kind of on topic about reality TV, we did take some detours with some discussions about like political, a little, little bit of political stuff. It didn't get too bad, 
talked about Allie's diverse upbringing and, uh, uh, of course, my birth father situation came up as well. So here, enjoy my chat with Allie from the other night. It's Riggs off the radio. Talk to me, Riggs. On the show, we know that I've, I, I don't, I'm not into the reality TV stuff. And I hate that about you. And even at home, I'm not really into it. But there's and I obvious, hate that about you. But there's, I know, but there's clearly a fascination about it. For sure. I'm obsessed. I mean, because there's millions of people that watch it. And the people that are in it, obviously, the Kardashians. Have you seen the Kardashians, These dude? people make millions of dollars. They're so, jobs. Yeah. I'm not refuting the fact that they're successful at it they clearly are I'm just wondering what it is about why them. do we like watching yeah, why them? people are so fascinated it's is it the, the same reason you like watching everyone's snapchat story it's the same reason you like watching everyone's Instagram story yeah. and you, we like watching people's lives so anyway so reality TV let's say takes the best one out of you know thousands of people sure and then they give them a show and then you can watch the whole thing it's genius I don't know. I was watching Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. And I was asking you what you think of this chick that was on the show because yeah. they're doing the reunion right now. And you, this one, what do you think of her? What do you think of her? When uh, this girl, Billy. she's wearing a green dress. Her name is Billy. Yeah. What, she's a Billy's, brand new character on the show. Billy's pretty. She's got you know, pretty broad. She's pretty transgender. Hair. It's she's quite a storyline. I can't stop watching. She is the new character and she is like, had she got a vagina. Okay. They talk about how she went to Thailand to get a vagina. Yeah. And she has one now. Okay. So she, I will say that I I do like that how there's like a reality show for pretty much everything now. Yeah. Well, I'm learning so much. Yeah. Is this on TLC? No, this is on Bravo. It should be if you're learning, shouldn't it? <laughs> That's another thing I hate about TLC. What? The damn, well, they're called I the Learning TLC Channel. I love TLC because they have the Duggars. What else do I watch on TLC? Okay, let's talk about everything we watch. Yes. I watch the Duggars okay. on TLC. I watch all the little people shows. I'm obsessed. Yes. Like Little People Big World, My Little Life, the, the, little, little, pe- the little Couple. On the Little People Big World, do they address the midget? Do they address oh, that all the time? Stop saying that word. I hate it Dude, when you I give and say that word. It drives me. You can't say that word. Well, they say that word too people no their- they say you're not supposed to say that word anymore that's okay. an old school well it's thought. like black people saying the n-word they're like oh we can say it um well yeah but you, you don't have, hear little well, people say have, i can say it you maybe do. you do maybe you do but they're the freaks they have a thing called extreme midget wrestling alley <laughs> that they sell tickets for that, mid, that they call themselves and they glorify it but and maybe those are der- the ones and they use a derogatory term sure, and I'm sure to that, promote something and, and other that little sucks pe- and, for other little people who don't want to be called a midget that's what I think and then so, maybe they're like people like black people that overly use the n-word you know maybe and they're like well, the, well not maybe it. surely surely <laughs> Is definitely there's white people that overuse the n word that I'd of like course. to throat punch. So let's yes. just let's be real about it for a second. <laughs> well, I mean, we're being real about it. Nobody uses the n word. That'd make me much more comfortable. Yes. Let's I just not, I, let's just eliminate it from our vocabulary altogether. Can a white person make that decision? <laughs> I don't know. Are these, this is real talk. <laughs> no, but a white person who thinks she's a black person can. <laughs> Right? What are you implying, Riggs? <laughs> that you're a white girl who thinks she's a black girl. <laughs> I do not. People come up to me and say, I thought you were black all the time. It's because, and I don't think it's because you sound black. I think it's because you're, you're, you grew up in a very diverse, D- very diverse, uh, like school, community. My, community. Co- yeah. Yes. That's why I don't like the, that's what I don't like about Milwaukee is how segregated it is. I didn't grow up like this, man. No. People don't live like this in other parts of the country where you have literally black people on one side, white yeah. people on one side, Hispanic people on one side i'm like this is bizarre yeah it is nobody this is crazy to me i hate that about milwaukee and i I wish the people that lived here that have never the left would go see what's it that's not normal i was talking to somebody at mps it was one of their arts things and they said that south division high school is one of the biggest refugee high schools in in the area i didn't know that i didn't know that at all refugees from where 
Uh, from everywhere. Oh, there were wow. people from Myanmar. There were people from Kenya. There were people from uh, Syria. Wow. People from everybody. They're from all over the place. They were Look there. Look at that. See? They come to our schools. But they were like, they said, it's sad that you can tell that they're from a South Side school because of the way that they dress. And the way that you think that way makes it even more segregated because you're like, oh, they must be from a South Side well, school. Well, it, it perpetuates because, the stereotypes yeah, of what people think. Of and everything. Then, and it's it's like, you know, like, oh, we're white, so we can talk about this. The so white people, when, like, you can see the prejudice and they don't even see it. You yeah. know what I mean? And they'll be like, oh, I don't want to go over to that side of town. And I'm like, why? Yeah. You see what, that, I mean, to not realize how messed up that sounds is like crazy. I was at a Dell's, uh, we we're giving out those Dell's cards. Yeah. And a woman walked up and she was clearly, I think she was Mexican or Hispanic. Yeah. And she goes, hey, can I have a couple cards? And I said, sure. And then when she walked away, one of the guys that was sitting down said, did you ask if she was an American citizen? He did not. And I said in front of, and he what said this in front hell? of people. And I went, no, I go, I don't see why that matters. And I go, why would I ask and them what that? A, what he goes, a horrible. Oh, I was just joking around. I go, why would we joke about that? And I go, who he doesn't, cares? He, well, he doesn't realize how racist he sounds. And then he asked that's me for it, one, and ignorance. I go, why are you an American citizen? And he uh, goes, yes, I am. I served in the military. Oh, we should assume that. And I was what? like, oh, you're in the military, and that's how you <gasps> talk. And I was like, well, while I respect you for having served in our country, what? I was like, I don't think it's appropriate the uh, way that you speak like that. Well, you're fighting for a country that you clearly don't understand. Yeah, he didn't because s- what do you think by looking at someone, you can tell if they're an American citizen? That's the whole point of the problem we have right now. Oh, yeah, you he, know. Didn't have, he didn't have much to say after that. Well, I mean, of course not. He sounds. He was he ignorant. Stopped, he stopped talking. Yeah, but he was very nice to me afterwards because he was like, "Jesus, I was kind of an, kind of an asshole there." <laughs> Do you think there's a difference between being ignorant and being a bigot? Like, can you be ignorant and not be a bigot? They were just talking about this on the Vanderpump Rules reunion since you're asking me about reality TV because one mm-hmm. of the girls said some stuff mm-hmm. and they said we don't think she's a bigot. We just think she's ignorant. So yes. do you think there's a difference? I think ignorant has a means a bit if you of can innocence. Edu- I think there's a bit yes. of innocence to ignorance. Yes. Because you're not doing it with intent or malice or you're trying to hurt somebody. Dumb. You're just dumb. You're just dumb. You're dumb. Yeah. If you're a bigot, you're doing it because you know that I don't like, I don't the like way them that because of like X, Y, and Z. Yeah. That's true, actually. They're different from me because this, and I That's don't like true. that. They, yeah. Most people like that are all Muslims well, are going to bomb people. Well, that's, that's crazy. The way it is, yeah. you know? He's a Muslim. He's going to kill me. <laughs> I love no. how you say Muslim. Muslim. He's, he's a Muslim. He's going to kill me. No. I hate people, those people. Oh, my Come God. On. People are. Do you, there are people that still think, still to this day, Think that you know, understand this that Barack Obama's Muslim still to this day. I'm oh, like, yeah. what planet are you on? Have you read know. a newspaper in 20 years? They're on the flat planet Earth. It's bizarre. Those are the same people. <laughs> They're on the flat planet. Those Earth. are the flat Earth people. <laughs> They're the same people. Anyway, so this this turned into all the dumb yeah. people in the world, which I love talking about because people really irritate me. <laughs> this took it. This took a big deviance from this reality. Took a real TV. deviance from yeah. reality. Well, we were talking about the transgender girl on uh-huh. Vanderpump Rules. But I just I don't know what it is about reality. TV that I can't get behind that on it. You don't like drama, Riggs. That's your damn problem. You don't like drama. I don't. Why? Because when is drama? When is there ever good drama? When you're watching it from afar and it's not your life. Hence reality TV. Hence that's what I like to do. (laughs) Stay as far away from it as possible. (laughs) Some people thrive off drama because that's how they grew up. You do that. That's how I grew up. Yeah. My dad was very dramatic. You He's grew crazy. Up in that kind of, uh, and I hope he never listens to this. <laughs> oh, he'll probably will. Don't worry. Well, he's just, you know. Can you even hear it, Stan? <laughs> <laughs> Stan. Stan. The other day I said, Stan. Dad, would you get your damn ears checked? I don't need my ears checked. He said, Okay, Dad. And they said, Huh? <laughs> my problem with the Kardashians, 
is the the superficial thing and the perpetuating of oh. the this is how we should look thing and how that's yes. still and that's I hate that and I hate the girls are they think that they have to be held to that standard they do and they have to be pretty they have I to know. have the lip injections they have to have the nice look, boobs they have to have a nice butt they have to work out all the time they can't eat they're gonna go throw up I think that it perpetuates the stereotype to does. girls and I think that's bad and I it don't does. like that it does and they don't realize how far they've taken it yeah and because I think, and I will say in their defense that they do bring that up I've heard them bring that up right but they rarely you, but, what the problem with the Kardashians in that sense Riggs is that they have done this for so many years that they have gotten so insecure from the internet yeah. and you watch it you don't go from doing all this stuff to your face over after your mm-hmm. unless you are really insecure about yourself i'm sorry okay yeah. you don't get, you get a whole face lift like kim kardashian did because no. you love your face okay so like what i'm saying is it actually made them more insecure and you can see it if you watch from season one to season two to season three and then the more insecure they get the more work they get done and then all the women want to look like them but they know that's it's totally fake they don't look like that and I agree. It's messed up, dude. But yeah. here's the thing. Even women who don't want to look like them, like like for me, like obviously I want to be pretty, but I'm not like killing to look like Kim Kardashian. This is no. not my goal in life. However, indirectly, they can make me insecure. Sure. And I think that's even women like me because you you think it doesn't affect you, but seeing those images, you're like, oh man, mm-hmm. she's hot. Well, it's also fake as hell. Dude, as guys, we do it too. I get body issues. You do? Are you kidding me? Really? Totally. Do you think it's fair that you can call a guy fat, not a girl fat? What do you mean? Do you think that's fair in society? Like, it's totally more acceptable to be like, hey, fatty to a guy, haha, and a guy will laugh. Oh, yeah. You could never say that to a girl. <gasps> do you think oh. that's messed up that you can call guys fat essentially and not girls? Mm-hmm. It's a double standard thing. Does, do guys care about that? Uh, of course we do. Do guys really get insecure when you make fun of their bodies? Absolutely. Yeah. So even it though guys like Chris Farley the, laugh, they're really hating well, themselves inside or it what? D- it depends on the setting. Like Chris Farley goes into it knowing he's the big fat guy and he knows that's his thing, right? <laughs> yeah. That's what people love about him. He's the big fat guy. Yeah, and but I think what about a bunch of dudes in college and they're and one guy's the fat guy uh-huh. and they make fun of him? Yeah, that guy probably goes Girls home and cries. Do that. Him, that guy probably goes home and cries himself to sleep in the corner. He does. What's, who's the guy in Varsity Blues? The big oh, dude. He doesn't. The big guy, Billy Bob. See? Yeah, Billy Bob. Like, did Billy Bob go home and cry? Yeah, he did. Absolutely. Really? Billy Bob uh, had problems. So guys are really, ins- guys aren't insecure guys like are women, though. No, this you're is, not. You know what? This is a whole nother uh, episode I'm doing it with my podcast okay, called fine. Mental Health Monday. I want to do a thing oh. with men yeah. and put the men in mental health because I think that men yeah. are terrible with their mental they're health. horrible, dude. They're way worse than women because so women are talkers and they're emotional, Yeah, but men don't cry. Men no, don't you show guys emotion. just internalize everything. We do. We're terrible about it. Yeah. The worst. So I'm going to have a podcast for men that can talk about that and have a competition with a manly man and see who can cry first between two (laughs) men and men. Like first one to cry wins something. Do you want me to punch you both? <laughs> no, no. Until you cry. No, it has to be completely oh, it has emotional. To be emotional. It has to be emotional. Can't be anything mm. physical. All right. So they have to watch like Marley and Me or A Dog's Purpose. Oh my God, Marley and Me would take five seconds. They'd yeah. be in tears. Yeah. Unless they have no soul. Right. Jesus. First one to cry wins. I loved Marley and Me, by the way. First one to cry wins. See, those are the kind of, like, I can get behind things with stories like that. So, back to the reality TV thing. So, you don't like reality TV, but you want to watch sad movies that make you cry. I do, because that, like, gives You never got into the real world? No. I watched it. I would find it interesting every once in a while. What seasons did you watch of the real world? 
Uh, like I think the first one. So I, did, I don't York, know which ones. You don't even know. What it is with me and reality TV, I don't think I hate reality TV. I just don't get into it. If I watch it. Doesn't your I'll wife watch like, Married at First Sight? Eh, she does. You got into that. I love Married at First Sight because it's such a train wreck. I did watch the last one, yeah. What but else? I, mm. What else have you watched in reality TV rigs? Because uh, I watch The Bachelor a little bit. Uh, oh yeah, The Bachelor, of course. Bit. But The Bachelor is getting like predictable and, and annoying. Well, it's the same thing over. It's the same it's, it's crap American over Idol and over. Now. It's it is American, American Idol. It is. Yes, you don't care anymore. You're no, right. That's not must see anymore. So it's, true. Who are these bitches? Okay. Okay. So wait, here's what I don't get. Who's it? You end? don't like reality TV, no. but your mom and dad love it. Oh, my dad loves it so, so much. Why do they love it and you don't? I don't know. It's a great question. My dad will literally carve out an evening for The Bachelor. <laughs> To watch it live. Live. Live? Yes. Well, he's, you know, he older, doesn't want so he, doesn't, he doesn't mind commercials. He doesn't want any spoilers. Like, he'll, really? he'll go on Facebook, yeah. He'll go on group <laughs> chats and talk and, like, message with people. Bachelor message I boys. love it, dude. He totally does. I love it. That's my dad. So, I can, well, I can see that, but... I don't know. I'm just wondering why your parents love it and you don't. Yeah, I don't think. I think they started watching it after I left the house. <laughs> they got bored. Yeah, <laughs> when their kids left, they started watching it. Right. They never got into it. Yeah, I got kind of into. I watched American Idol for a while. The first couple seasons. Everybody watched American yeah. Idol though. That was like the thing. And yeah. then there weren't as many reality shows. And then the Kardashians. The sex tape made the Kardashians bigger, and then right. it just escalated. I did watch Finding Bigfoot. Oh God! See, I would See? never watch that crap. <laughs> See, what do I have on my DVR? One woman's crap is oh. another man's entertainment. Southern for Charm. I yeah, well, love look, look, look that at show. Allie's DVR. Let's I'm going to yeah. tell you right oh, now: it Southern here. Charm, Jersey Shore Family Vacation. Yep, of course. What is Long Lost Family? Oh my God! Oh, Long Lost Family's on TLC. It's amazing, Riggs. That's the show where they go find some. Like, if you're adopted, they'll find your parents. It's so great. Oh, kind of like how my sperm donor father keeps trying to bop into my life. Yes, like that, dude. With I my can't random get over. Stepbrothers. Okay, so can I? Just side note, we found out. Can I say this that we found what we yeah, found we out? Find today? out yeah, my, well, my blood father called. Has been trying to get in touch with me for a while, and he's never been in your life. No, he's been in and out of my life for thirty-five years so, now. Na, na, now, oh. one of his um, kids, because I apparently have many, many half brothers and sisters. I don't know how many. You have like seven. I looked, up, dude. I've been stalking your family on Facebook today, and he called my work phone now because he was trying to. Oh, there's Bella. Bella's barking. Bella, what are you barking about? She's pissed at my birth father. Are you mad at Riggs' birth father because he's a douche? Bella, Bella, speak. 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 I'm trying to get her to bark. Bella. Bella. Bella, what do you think? Bella, don't lick Riggs. Stop. Okay, anyway, so anyway. So we find out today, this is crazy. Because he calls and leaves a message on my work voicemail that says, I'm coming up for for Nick's medical school graduation in Milwaukee. And I'm like, wait a minute, graduation in Milwaukee? I have a half brother that's been living in Milwaukee. Dude, Riggs. That I didn't know about. You have a half brother who's clearly been here for at least three years going to school at the Medical College of Wisconsin because we, we stalked him on Facebook. Yeah. And I said, wait, wait, you have a brother. I still can't get over this. That you have a brother in Milwaukee you didn't know about. Yeah. This is like an Oprah story. And P.S., you also have other brothers mm-hmm. very close to us because I stalked their, all their Facebooks. And one of the brothers went to Whitewater. I just yeah. So you have half brothers out there yeah. that literally... Are within earshot are, are of within, me. That can listen to you on the radio. Job, given our job, that yeah. can listen to you on the radio. Mm-hmm. Do they know you're their brother? I don't know. That's what blows me up. That's what's freaking me out. Mm-hmm. Have they been listening? Going, this is my brother. 
This is my half brother well, and if you're, or whatever. If, if Maybe the they sperm think donor, if your sperm donor Riggs is coming up to Milwaukee for the kids' graduation that he actually paid attention to, one of yes. the few, or who knows if he did? Or who know? Actually, we don't know. We don't. We don't. You're Maybe right. Maybe he's just chiming in because the kid's right. name is different on Facebook than the birth name. Mm. Do you remember that? I remember Allie was doing her gumshoe investigation. Oh my god, I love him. And the kid that uh, my half brother, your half brother that lives in Milwaukee. This is crazy, yeah. dude. I gotta the, his, find this guy. Yeah. His last name is Can like I a send different, him a friend is a request. Is that Who? weird? No, I'm not gonna send it. Your brother is it weird? 100. percent Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Riggs. You're yeah. like, yes, it's so weird. <laughs> well, of course, it's weird. Oh my god, but I want to like send him a friend is it request. Weird if I send your half brother that you've never met a friend request. <laughs> yes, and I'll send him one too right now. <laughs> uh, are you? I wasn't really sending one. I will. You will. Yeah, Nick. There he I'm is. Right dying now. to ask this guy so many things. Like, I want to know if this guy knows that you're his brother and, and that, like, you're in the same town. Like, he has to know that if, you're, if your sperm donor dad invited, said, I want to come see you, isn't yeah. he telling the other guy that? I don't know. I would think so, but I don't know. I've, I haven't talked to my sperm donor dad in seven years, probably. <sighs> at least seven years. Because he came to Milwaukee once when I worked at the other radio station. He came up with one of his other kids. And, and then what? How old was that kid? How that old was, kid was, was that? A, time, that was a, so that's your half brother. Yeah, I think he was sixteen at the time, maybe seventeen at the time. Okay, uh, and that's the last time that I saw my sperm donor father. <laughs> he sent a. We shouldn't a even fe- use the word father, quite frankly. The sperm donor, the there donor. We go. Yeah, my there donor. There we go. Your donor. He's not my dad. He's not Riggs, my father. He's my I donor. I can't believe you have a brother in Milwaukee. I'm still freaked out yeah. about this. I haven't met any of them. Never, except for one, the one that came to Milwaukee. So. That's my family drama. Oh my god! I, no, I don't not, know how to feel about it. Really, I really don't. I was going to say, what do you think about it? You, the, the, what I, do you think about having two half brothers? Like, don't you want to know them? Uh, yes and no. You have no brothers. Mm, yeah, but, but like, it's somebody I've never. I, I mean, I guess I would get to know them a little bit. Why not? Yes or no? Do you want to get to know them? I'm just be. I would meet keep them. it real, man. I would meet them, but you're not. You don't know. You don't know. I don't know. But you'd meet them. Sure. But you're not saying yes or no because you don't know. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go out of my way to carve time to see them. Like travel distances. But it's like not if they're their in fault. Town. It's not their fault that the, the sperm donor's a douche. True. Why are you punishing the half brothers? They have nothing to do with that. Right. And you don't know. They could have the same feelings about him as you. They very well could. Now and that I, could be I need our, to that talk to this guy we, so bad. That could be how we bond. I should bring my I my donor talk- the donor on the air on Monday. I want you to. I'll just ask him these questions. I, I would I would love to know. I would love to know the answer to all these things. I, I you know what? what if what can if, he, what if can your his... sperm donor is going to be on the air on Monday, I need to write down like serious questions. I need like a whole weekend of writing down questions. Well, then have a weekend to write down questions. Oh my God, I'm obsessed. Yeah. Are you really going to have him on the air? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I think so. This will be fantastic. All right, I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. Is there anything I can't say to him? No. Let me see your questions too, and I will compare questions. While okay. We list. Yeah. Can I? Can I be mean? Um, I don't think we should go at it from a mean standpoint. Okay. That's the one thing. Because I don't. That's not me. That's not my style. No, it's not. I'm not it's a mine. mean person. <laughs> that's how. Yeah. See. So you could. Yeah. But no. But the, here's the thing about sperm. But what is being mean? accomplish really nothing I mean, we you, don't you're really not getting you're not getting anything well, out of it by it, being mean and aggressive and confrontational yeah, we're not gonna get anything you're gonna feel better yeah that's what you're gonna get out of it maybe i will yeah <laughs> you're maybe gonna be like to hey point. listen d-bag right I, I think you suck and then you're, you're basically is, 
Okay, look, I get you're saying don't be aggressive, but I'm saying expressing yourself if you're pissed about it, but you're not pissed about it. That's the thing. You don't even care. What happens mm-hmm. if the reason that I'm so reserved is because of him and how he's treated me? And if <gasps> I explode and go off on him, oh my God. like some sort of <gasps> uh, alarm goes off inside of me. And no I'm way. Like, is this going to release a totally new rig? A, a whole new rigs. Oh my gosh. So wait, you're saying you've only been quiet your whole life because you're... What if that's the reason? No way. What if you... Because I've always... So I've you're never, saying this is the I've real never issue? Really, but what, if that is, what if that is? If I'm thinking deep down, because I've never really told him how I felt. Never really well, no, said because like, he's yeah. never been around. How could yeah. you tell him how you felt? Yeah. So I figure I'd do it. I bring him into my world, put him on the air. Well, yeah. Tell him how I feel. See what he says. Why is he calling he you reacts. so much lately? Is it because he's telling the brother that you're there and he wants to act like he has a relationship with you? Or is it because he's trying to build one because we called him out on the air for being douchey? Like, why is he trying so hard to get a hold of you right now? Because he feels guilty. Well, th- he should. Does well, he yeah. know that you're like in your mid 30s? I would hope so <laughs> He was saying, there at the time of my conception does, does he know that this has been going on for a long time? Well, I would think so I just would kill to talk to him Because I want to know I really want to ask some of these dads Like why How do you just leave a kid? Like moms don't get that yeah. And and here's the other thing I know people who were not in their kids lives Off and on Because they were alcoholics I have a good friend Her dad was in and out Her stepdad raised her Like you But guess what What's that There there were birthdays She didn't get anything She didn't get a card She didn't get a happy birthday You probably went through that Where you never heard from You know Your biological father On your birthday right Yeah So I'm saying Like There There are reasons Like if your dad Like it doesn't sound like he was in, he had alcoholism or any of these things. No, I don't think he ever had a problem with drinking. I think he just had a problem with committing to things. <laughs> really? <laughs> but see, I don't he believe... He had a problem with following through, I think, on Yeah, things. but then how did he end up married to other people with like four other kids with them? He's still with some chick. Well, I guess he so can be charming. He... I mean, I'm charming. He can be a charming. Yeah, but you're not a douche. No. You wouldn't leave a kid if you, got a, yeah, if you had a kid. No, I didn't get the douche gene. He didn't thank pass God. that down. Thank God. Right? I have so many. I just want to know why. Maybe I just want to know why. Maybe he passed it on to the other half guys. <laughs> Maybe he spread. Well, them I think the- you should find your brothers in Milwaukee, and I think that you should have the, um, your sperm donor dad on the air, and I think we should ask him where the hell he was because that's what I really want to know. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to be curious. Where were you? Like, why? Where and why now? And if he tries to point fingers at your mother or her family, I will snap. Well, yeah, because you know that's what he's probably going to do. Well, there, there's they no always way to say, "Oh, I wasn't allowed to see you." Or the blah, only blah, acceptable blah, thing blah. to do would be to say, "I understand. I messed up. I, I messed up. I'm sorry. It wasn't cool." I wonder. I I die if he said that. If he says that, then what do you say? If he says, "I'm sorry, I just screwed up. I'm an idiot." Then what? I say, well, thank, "Okay." And then would you say, "Do you want a relationship?" No. No, thanks for it, but goodbye. It's too yeah, late. Thank you. It's too late. It's so, way. It's way too so far gone. So basically, you're never gonna have a relationship with your biological so. no. father. There's no point. I don't think so. You have I no interest. See, I don't, don't see the care. Point. No, you don't care. At this point, I have a dad it's that raised fascinating me. Fascinating, because people always want to know their biological parents, and you just don't care. It's have, so funny. I have a dad. He raised me. I know. He yeah. turned me into the man that I am today. There's no. You know what it is, Riggs? There's no void. You don't have the void that people have when they when a parent's missing. Nope. And even when Do you, have you ever felt a void? I have. Oh well, then there. Ooh, let's get deep. Let's get. Yeah, I've but told you, you make, about this. Yeah, but you make it sound like I had your a void. father filled that your 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 stepfather no. who raised you as your real dad. 
he didn't fill that void? I had, do you remember my invisible friend that I ever told you about? Yeah. That was my void. When my, when my donor father left. Yeah. I knew that something was wrong. I'm not an idiot. Yeah, but you were like two. I know. But you still, you can tell trauma, something's up. Well, the trauma starts when you're a baby. That's sure. the thing. So you could so have trauma had, you don't even know about. I had about. a father figure that is now gone from my life. Yeah. So I had to create something that was a father figure in my life. So yeah. I, in my brain, I remember viscerally this character fit, an imaginary friend that I thought was a real person that like I would talk dad? to. No, it was just a guy named Fit. My invisible friend. It was never a dad. I didn't know he was a dad figure, though. He was never... It was... And the only reason I say he was a dad figure is because he was a male. He was a man. He was always hanging out with me. He was always wanting to do things with me. He was always <laughs> encouraging me. You talk about him yes. like he's a real person. He was. I'm like, he's imaginary. But he in your was. mind, he was. Yeah. When he died, because when my mom met my dad... What do you mean like when he died? died? Yes, when he who died. died? You can... I, I will tell who you. Who died? Fit. The invisible friend died. Riggs, what are you talking about? Okay, wait, continue. So you had this invisible friend, imaginary friend, whatever, when you were a kid. Mm -hmm. And tell me this isn't a void, right? So I'm filling the void with this imaginary friend. And he died when your mom met your dad. I know this is deep, right? No, go deep. (laughs) Deep as shit. Let's do this. Yeah, (laughs) Let's go. Keep it up. (laughs) This is deep. So this imaginary friend died when my mom met my now father, John. Because once she met him, I got to know him, and I started hanging out with him and doing dad stuff with him. So when did the, when did sudden, Fit die? Fit died around the time that they got married. Whoa! And I remember that my mother came to my room, and I was in tears, and I was crying. No way. Yes, and she said, "What's wrong?" And I said, "Fit died." She goes, "Oh my god!" She goes, <laughs> she, well, "What's she gonna say?" Talking about these what's guys she gonna like say? He's right. what's because she he was that real to me, Ali. I'm telling you, he was that real to me when I was a kid. <laughs> That's That's, that was my void. That was how I filled the not having a dad thing. So then why were you sad when he died if you had a better dad? Because it was a death. I grieved it like I would mm-hmm. anything. Because and You know what that really was? That was you grieving your biological father and yeah. getting it out of your system at your young age. And Maybe being that's done. what it was. And that's why you got it out. Mm-hmm. That's fascinating. And then I think that moving forward, I, I mean, then I think it was a couple weeks later, I was out in the backyard and I was playing with Fit again. And because my grandma said, what are you doing? And I said, I'm playing I with Fit. Fit died. That's what she said. <laughs> but I'm bump. I said, because he, when he died, Fit got hit by a garbage truck. What? Yeah. So Fit went to heaven. You're t- I love how you talk about this person like they're real. And then how did Fit get back? He jumped from heaven. So he jumped back down. This is not an episode of Coco, dude. This is not. Oh my goodness. And then, wow. Fit, and then Fit moved to Puerto Rico. Is Fit alive today? I don't know. I haven't if talked Fit's to him. Fit's alive, you need to see a therapist, FYI. He's not alive. Okay, good. Then the void's dead. He's not alive in my head. No. <laughs> no. That's fascinating. But I've always thought about it because I remember my imaginary friend and that was that was how I filled the void of not having Your a dad. Your dad probably loved it when the imaginary friend died. He was like, oh, he he's was playing like, with Fit. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. No, Fit. no, no, no. I mean, your 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 stepdad slash real father probably oh, right. had di- like literally loved it. My like he was dad. probably like, oh my God, he loves me. He's killing Fit for me. Yeah. <laughs> your dad's like, he killed it. He, he killed Fit for I me. pushed him in front of a garbage truck. And when your mom heard Fit died, she was probably like, it's the one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next time you see my mom, ask her about I'm Fit. I'm going to. And she'll tell you the exact same story, I promise I'm going you. to. I That's funny. You. Fit died. Oh, my God. It what? sounds like something I would make up, right? <laughs> it does. He's the mayor of well, Puerto it Rico. it is made up. It's an imaginary yeah. friend. It's made well, it up. Is. yeah. 
Wow. Don't you think it's interesting how we use our imaginations to check out of our lives? Yeah, like, man. you know how we were just talking about my sister finding out that dude she was have she was dating had a wife? Yeah. Like how people create these alternate realities because yeah. they hate their lives. So like, you see this a lot with cheating where people don't like their life so they create this fantasy world where they're having an affair or whatever doing mm-hmm. their thing like is this maybe back to why people watch reality tv to get away from their lives correct because now this you is- can see somebody that has drama that you don't have right now and they're having you know issues with uh Riggs, i think this way people watch i think tv is just a way to check out period yeah don't you that's why guys watch sports yeah you're not thinking about your problem when you're watching sports are you no that's why we really no. do anything obviously well that's true yeah I don't know. You know I love reality TV, dude. I'll watch it all day long. When you leave, I'm watching it. I know. I'm going to watch it. It's going to be amazing. Can we really quick finish going oh, through your DVR? Oh, we didn't really go. Quick? We, I'm sorry. We never fit. How, how you know did? what happened is we got to Long Lost Family and went on the tangent oh about my, my father. Oh, my God. Long Lost <laughs> Family took us to the, your father. Oh, yeah. my God. That's great. Okay, so start. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. My DVR. Right. Go ahead. Oh my God, yeah. So Survivor. I, love, uh, I know. Survivor. What, you know what that is. Everybody Obviously. knows what Survivor is. Um, uh, below Deck Mediterranean. Amazing. This is a, this is a show on Bravo uh, w- about the crew on a yacht. Okay. And you get to watch them like serve people that are rich that rent yachts. It's fascinating. Real so, Housewives of Beverly Hills. Well, you know what the is. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is. Teen Mom, Vanderpump. Teen Mom too. yes. Yeah. What is Vanderpump essentially? Vander, what are they? Okay. What is Vanderpump? What is Lisa that? Lisa Vanderpump. That, okay. It's a person. Okay. And she is on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Okay. And she has a restaurant and her restaurant it has tons of hot waiters in Beverly Hills and waitresses and they all sleep together and they all date each other. Yeah. Hence the show Vanderpump Rules. Oh. It's a fascinating show. All right. Like amazing. Real Housewives of the Potomac. That's Stop. DC. Hold on. Do you remember when Lance Bass came to town from NSYNC and we had dinner with him? Yes. 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 Okay. So do you remember? You don't remember this. But when I was sitting by Lance Bass, I looked at him. I said, aren't you really good friends with Lisa Vanderpump? And he said, a very good friend. She's one of my best friends. I said, well, I just want you to know I'm obsessed with Vanderpump Rules. And he said, it is amazing and it's all real. And I said, thank you, Lance Bass. Good. So there's my little tidbit for you on what Lance Bass had to say. <laughs> there's your podcast tidbit about Vanderpump Rules. Okay. Sorry. Continue. Nobody would ever know that. No. no. Okay, let's go ahead. Now, the Real Housewives of the Potomac. Of Potomac, which is in D.C. Yes. Yeah. Washington, D.C., the Potomac Oh, what River. is this CNN special report? Was this for the... You're going to crack up at this. You know what I think this is? What is this? The Royal Wedding. Yep. <gasps> oh, my God. I just yelled in the mic too hard. Sorry. <laughs> Harry, I got so excited. Harry and Meghan, a royal match. Oh, and, and chasing Diana, because I wanted to see more stuff on Di- and Princess Diana, because I didn't know a lot about her. And so, okay, after those... Oh, then I have six episodes of Saturday Night Live. Uh, all right, there we go. Hollywood Medium with Tyler Henry. Is He's that the, the teenager? Is He's that the teenager the kid? creepy psychic, yeah. Yeah, he's a weird kid. Uh, American Dynasties, the Kennedys, because I wanted to know more about the Kennedys. Kennedys are a fascinating family. Uh, yeah, what is this? You know oh. they're going to do shows about the Trumps, and oh. it's going to be fascinating. Yeah, and I'm going to watch a, every second way, of it. In a different way, in a different way. I will yes. watch every second of yes. the Trump documentary oh stuff when God. it starts coming out, dude. Can you imagine? No, because the all movies, the... Oh, my God, dude. It's going to be so good. Well, all the behind-the-scenes stuff yes. about... Once the books it, and the movies start coming out about all this shit that's going on. It's been on. very open, though, about that he ran for his businesses, never thinking he'd get elected. I yeah. mean, you can easily talk to... I mean, I've seen numerous yeah. people talk about this. Yeah. And then when he got elected, he was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, literally... And you can see it in his face on election night. You can see it in Trump's face, can't you? Remember? Yeah. He's like, oh, shit. Yeah. I won. <laughs> it's funny in hindsight. But anyway. Okay, you remember so... remember that comedian, John Mulaney, that hosted SNL? Yes, he was hosting SNL, and I know who he was, but he was so funny. How he compared Donald Trump to a, a horse in a hospital. What? 
He said it's like having a horse in a hospital. He was like, no one's ever seen a horse in a hospital, so you don't know what it's going to do. <laughs> so it's walking around the hospital, and you just you hear it walking, and you hear it coming, and everybody wants to know what's what's the horse doing, what's <laughs> right, going on, right, 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 because the horse doesn't know what it's doing. Right. The horse has never been in a hospital before either, right? So you wake up in the morning, it'll be like the horse used the <sighs> elevator. Oh God, how did the horse get on the elevator? <laughs> Who left did the, the horse on the elevator? Did the, did the horse know how to use the elevator? <laughs> it's really funny. It's really that's funny. That's hysterical. <laughs> so that's how we can. It. We could do a whole podcast on politics, but then I all I do is piss half the people off and make half the people happy. So psh, well, whatever. That's what a podcast is for pissing yeah, people off and that's making true. people happy. Well, I'm good at that. That's fine. So well, thank you for for at least chatting reality yeah. TV. You, I had two more things on my DVR: million dollar listing, New York. Yes, I've heard of that before. Is that million dollar matchmaker, million dollar listing, similar or no? One's real estate, one's love, dude. Oh, okay. And then that was it. There was something below that, but I can't remember. Why am I watching Jersey Shore? Oh, Leah Remini, Scientology in the Aftermath. That's fascinating. That's a great show. That's old. It's still on there? You just it, kept no, it? I just haven't watched them yet. I have like oh. six episodes. Dude. Hey, cheers. Should we tell everyone what we're drinking since it's your sober summer? Yes. I'm drinking Caffeine. Diet Coke. What I'm are you drinking, drinking? I'm drinking a rock star <laughs> at 920 at night. <laughs> are we crazy? Yes, because we have to be up at four in the morning. That's smart. <laughs> well, sorry. You see, this is what happens when you come try to do a podcast at my house at eight o'clock at night. I'm like, hey, and my kids aren't here, so I have no one to talk to. So I'm like, hey, Riggs. See, and that's why I came over, because I knew you want to talk. <laughs> Normally, I'm on the phone with my sister like, blah, 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 blah. I, I knew you wanted talk and i need to fill some time well Riggs, i, I got you it. and uh, can we please go find your brother now yeah and i'll have you on many a future podcast so don't worry i'm in dude i'm right. in Thank and I, the fact that i can cuss psh, you're screwed fuck yeah <laughs> fuck yeah bye <laughs> and now another message from one of our sponsors have you ever stepped in your bathtub slipped and fallen and busted your hiney <laughs> that won't happen anymore thanks to those little rubber things that are sticky on the bottom that you put on the bottom of your tub. They come in shapes such as seashells, seahorses, stars, and clovers. Visit gargle-with-gravy.com for more. Those little rubber things that go on the bottom of your tub, helping you not slip since 1975. Go buy some today. Or just keep slipping in the tub, you big goof. <laughs> That's funny. You fell. All right, part two of this week's podcast, I wanted to play something from uh, Gibbons and I, who's, who's on the show, a very dear friend of mine, and about a year ago, I was thinking about doing a podcast, and Gibbons and I had this debate. We were going we to argue about Miracle Whip versus Mayonnaise, and we planned it out, we recorded it, but we never did anything with it until now. So here's that conversation with Gibbons and I arguing about Miracle Whip versus Mayonnaise. <laughs> Two beloved condiments. Yes, uh, I've brought to the to the show this week, Mr. Ryan Gibbons. Hello. Welcome. Hello. I work with him every morning on the Riggs and Alley Morning Show uh, here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So I've, I've started off. There's basically there's the ten condiments. You know, there's the ten commandments, right? Yeah. That, that Moses uh, got by the burning bush or something. I, I wish Allie was here because she knows the Jewish history. <laughs> I don't I. know much about the Jews. No. I'm a I'm a Catholic guy. How about yourself? But likewise. Likewise, Catholic. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you know all about the the twelve stages of the cross or whatever, or is it thirteen? I don't uh, know. Thirteen and a half. Regardless, so the, I I got what's called the ten condiments. Oh, okay. Instead of the ten commandments. So you've got ketchup, mm-hmm. mustard, relishes. Okay, I'll take that. Pickles are also included. Yeah. Sauces. So like soy sauce, mm-hmm. barbecue sauce. Those would be another condiment. Uh, jellies, number five. Oh. Jellies and jams. Jams as well. Jellies and jams, marmalades, they're all included. Okay. As number five. Then you have peanut butter products like peanut butters mm-hmm. and like almond butters or nut butters. You've got other just regular butters or margarine if you want. Uh, cream cheeses. Oh, I love 
Jeez. Uh, sweet spreads like Nutella and chocolate. Mm-hmm. And then there's mayonnaise. Number the 10. One, the only. The one. The only. I think you need mayonnaise or Miracle Whip on anything. But this specifically about mayonnaise and Miracle Whip. But I think it goes back to like, um, let's say Miracle Whip, for example. It started back in 1933. Yeah. That's how how far back Miracle Whip goes. Because Miracle Whip is back in the days of like the Great Depression, when it was way too expensive to buy pricey mayonnaise with their fancy ingredients. So Kraft said, we're going to make a mock-ass version of mayonnaise and call it Miracle Whip. It's kind of like a salad dressing. And hence Miracle Whip was born. What do you know about mayonnaise, Gibbons? What do I know about mayonnaise? What do you know about mayonnaise? What do you know about mayonnaise? On July 4th, 1776. (laughs) What? In the great city of Philadelphia, the Declaration of Independence was signed, okay? <laughs> the birthplace of America? 20 years before that. Okay. Before we were officially a nation, and we were still under <laughs> British rule. Okay. Some people got together, and they got some egg yolks. Yeah. They got some vinegar. Yeah. A little bit of lemon juice. Uh-huh. Some oil. Sure. And they they stirred it all together. Yeah, and a little big cauldron. Oh, and the skies opened up. It was a bright, sunny day, and mayonnaise was born. All right. It was a beautiful day. The white, creamy substance. Mm, actually, yellow in its natural state. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Is it really yellow yes. in its natural state? Mm-hmm. Nat- I didn't know that. Yeah. About mayonnaise. I did zero research about mayonnaise, and you did all the research about uh, mayonnaise. Yeah, because it's way better, way better than I Miracle dis- Whip. I disagree. I think Miracle Whip is way better. Why? Let's take a Miracle Whip, all right? Let's look at the ingredients of Miracle Whip. Very similar to the ingredients of mayonnaise. Miracle Whip has mustard flour. Bad for you. Mustard's delicious. Yeah, but mustard flour is bad for you. Okay. Uh, water, good for you. Yeah. Soybean oil, fine for you. Mm. Paprika, high fructose corn syrup. Terrible for you. Corn syrup, eggs, and vinegar. Modified corn starch, corn starch salt, natural flavor, the best. Dried <laughs> garlic, the preservative potassium sorbate. And spice, according to Kraft Foods, because there's other spices that are in there that Kraft themselves won't let anybody know. Keep it secret. Because it's like the McDonald's secret sauce. Miracle Whip is fucking delicious. Miracle Whip is candy, and I don't want candy on my bologna and cheese. Thank you very much. Have you had a bologna and cheese sandwich with Miracle Whip? You're damn right I have. Have you had one with mayonnaise? There's nothing like it. I think Miracle Whip is far better. You're out of control. Buddy, have you ever had a tomato sandwich? Riggs. What? Riggs. I grew up in New Jersey. Yes. The tomato capital of this or any other state of the union. So you're familiar with the tomato sandwich. Oh, you're damn right I am. You toast the bread. Uh-huh. You butter the bread. Yeah. You put the mayonnaise. Uh-huh. Or the Miracle Whip. No, the mayonnaise. Which is the right way to do it. No. Because then you put salt and pepper on top of the mayo. Then the, t- then the tomatoes. Then the tomatoes. And then, oh, really? You put the salt and pepper on top of the mayonnaise? Or oh, the heck yeah. Miracle Whip? No, the mayo, not the Miracle Whip. The, the Miracle Whip? No, the uh, mayo. That's a, good, that's a good pull right there. Oh, yeah. It's a really good way to do it. Um, let's say we can make other things with Miracle Whip. You ever had a Miracle Whip cake? You ever had a chocolate cake made with Miracle Whip? I have not. It will blow your mind, my friend. You like chocolate cake, right? Yes. You know, they can make it with a replacement. They can put Miracle Whip in it. It sweetens it up a little bit. It makes it a little bit more moist. It's outstanding. But that just further proves my point. That of what? Mir- Miracle Whip is candy. I don't want candy on my meats, on my lunch meat sandwich. You, you say candy, I say versatile. <sighs> no. Okay. Mayo. Okay. Let's say you're, you're in the fridge, right? And you forgot to run to the store and get some butter. Okay. But you want to make a grilled cheese sandwich. Okay. You could take just a spoonful of uh, mayo, put yeah. it in the pan, and it works just like uh, butter would. You can make your- So uh, a Miracle Whip. Cheese. 
No, it wouldn't. Merrick Wolf would do the same thing. All of the chemicals that are in there would totally make a, a wonderful little coating have, on a sandwich. Have you ever done it? I haven't, no. I've I done just mayo assume. multiple times, no. You've done Miracle Whip in a skillet before? No, I've done mayo in a skillet before. Okay. And it works like a charm. If you put Miracle right. Whip in a skillet, that's when all the chemicals that are in the Miracle Whip come out, and it just disintegrates. Maybe even lights on fire. And then you burn your house down, and then you have no house. Why? Because you wanted Miracle Whip over mayo. All right, here's, let's go, with, let's talk about this with Miracle Whip. Okay. All right, Gibbons, you know that I've, lately I've been counting my calories. Oh, yeah. I've been watching what I eat, mm-hmm. and working out a lot which is really weird. And I don't like to talk about it on the radio because I think it's douchey to talk about it. Totally. Like I do it and I keep it to myself. I don't put it on anybody. I don't put it out there. I'm not like, I go to the gym. I don't... Nobody gives a shit, right? True. Nobody cares. I just, I do, I do what I do on my own. But I, I looked at nutritional content and mm-hmm. I look at nutrition facts on everything that I eat now. Serving sizes, uh, sodium. I look at protein, carbohydrates. I look at fats, uh, everything that you really need in like a basic 2,000 calorie diet. And nutrition facts, they have. And I printed them out here. Okay. Both the nutrition facts for mayonnaise and Miracle Whip. And it says everything on the side, this is due to a 2,000 calorie diet, Miracle Whip in one serving, one tea, uh, tablespoon rather, which is 13 grams, is what it says here. What's weird is it says 13 grams on this one and 15 grams on the other one, but they're both a tablespoon. Weird. I don't know. I don't know the metric system. But anyway, so. <laughs> yeah, we're American here. Man- <laughs> right? Mayonnaise. 90 calories per serving. Mm-hmm. Miracle Whip, 60 calories per serving. Less calories in Miracle Whip. Now, let's look at the fat. Fat's not good for you, right? No. I mean, there's good fats like avocado, but the fat in mayonnaise and Miracle Whip, not the best for you. 10 grams of fat in mayonnaise. How many do you think are in Miracle Whip? 3.5. Okay. Less than half. Less than half keep the on, fat. Keep on going. Is it good to have a lot of cholesterol in your diet? Should you have a heavy amount of cholesterol? When we're young is, like we are, yes. <laughs> sure. Cholesterol, mayonnaise side, five milligrams. Cholesterol in the Miracle Whip side, less than five milligrams. Oh, so 4.95. Way better for you. Okay. Let's talk about carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. Carbohydrates are your energy. Those are the sugars that keep your body moving. It's the fuel that you need to move. Yeah. Carbohydrates. Zero carbohydrates and mayonnaise because it's terrible for you. Miracle Whip has two grams of carbs. So you're getting a you're little reaching. bit of... My wife, who is a type 1 diabetic, could have a low blood sugar. I could give her Miracle Whip and it would raise her blood sugar. I could give her mayonnaise all day long and she's just going to lay there. She's just going to lay there. All I have is mayonnaise. Now she, my wife's going to die in diabetic shock because I didn't have any sugar. If I had Miracle Whip, it would do a miracle and it would save her life. Because of those two grams of carbs... It is candy, which is, you're just furthering my point. Now, listen. By the way, neither one of them have protein, by the way. Of course not. So. Diet Coke. Okay. Zero calories. Right. Zero sugar. Zero. A whole lot better than regular Coke for you, right? And I'm using air quotes, a whole lot better for you, right? You're comparing Diet Coke and Hold Diet on. Pepsi to may- mayonnaise and Miracle Whip? Is that where you're going with this? Diet Coke okay. to regular Coke. Okay. They would say it's better for you, right? Uh-huh. I can show you a hundred studies that say because of all the fake sugars that they put in the Diet Coke that is zero calories and zero sugar, it's 10 times worse for you. All right. So you've just done, you're, you're doing your left-wing politics over here, and you've just got one side of your argument, and you're only going to go to that side, even though I could debunk it, but I go with facts, Jack. All right, facts. And the facts are... That mayo is mayo. Uh, <laughs> if you're going to use that as a slogan, I might go to your side of things. <laughs> but I feel like I've grown up with Miracle Whip my whole life, and that's that's why I'm Team Miracle Whip, and I'm going to stay Team Miracle Whip till the end of till the end of time.
Now, likewise, I grew up a mayo guy. All I right. just had actually this discussion with Mama G on the way here. Hey, your she mom. Said, uh-huh. She said, you go in there, Ryan, and you let them know. <laughs> we are a mayo family here. You turn them if you can. Mayo for life. The Riggle family was always a Miracle Whip house. Maybe. Always Miracle Whip all the way. Let's bring the sides together. What? Mix them? Yeah. All right. Why the hell not? I'll mix the hell out of that. Oh, oh. I would bet it would be good if we mix the two together. Mm-hmm. Miracle Whip and mayonnaise together. Oh, I'm getting all excited thinking about experiment. it. Experiment. All right. <laughs> well, thanks for coming on the podcast today. My pleasure. I told you we're stupid. We're stupid. We're dumb. Uh, thanks for checking out the podcast this week. Rigs off the radio. We'll drop a new one next week. We're talking to family video. Remember back in the day, like Blockbuster video and Hollywood video and West Coast video? Because there's 700, would you believe it? Over 700 family video locations in the United States. That's a crap ton. How are they still maintaining? Do they still have an adult section? How are they making money? We'll talk to them next week right here, Rigs Off the Radio. Thank you for listening. I really greatly do appreciate it because there's a lot of stuff to listen to. So the fact that you chose to listen to me and if you listen this far, what are you, my mom? You're amazing. Thanks so much. Have a great week. I'll talk to you soon. Make good life decisions, all right? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.